Hello, and welcome to the Naked Truth Teller podcast, where we share the naked truth of it all as we see it. I'm Chelsea, the daughter. And I'm Tara, the mom. We hope you've brought an open mind and your sense of humor. Get ready to feel seen, challenged, and if you're searching for truth, our hope is that you find yours while listening to us share ours, or at the very least, be entertained. We are so happy you're here and hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, I'm Chelsea, the daughter. I'm Tara, the mom. Today, we do not have any specific truth we'll be sharing or focused on, but that doesn't mean we don't always have plenty of truth to talk about. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah, (laughs) never short of that. No, we do not have a guest today, but in a couple of weeks, our friend Mariah will be joining us. Looking forward to that. Yep. Just us today. Just us. So to get started, mom, what do you think about our new artificial intelligence AI friend on Snapchat? Well, I think last week or our last podcast anyway, we talked about friends and so you can't judge, right? And, but no, I don't like it. All of a sudden I popped up a new friend I didn't even know I had. Looks a little <laughs> freaky. The whole thing scares me to death, honestly. I wish he wasn't there watching me. Yeah, and you can't delete him. I did not add him or no. her, whatever, it, and there's no deleting it. No. Our friend Sammy tried to have a conversation with it. <laughs> and she did have a conversation with it. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's kind of freaky. Like, you hear nothing positive about all this AI stuff that's coming down the road. Mm. Sort of freaking me out a little bit. And then all of a sudden, one pops up on Snapchat. So... Are you guys deleting yours? Are you going to delete yours? You can't delete it. Oh, you mean the app the, itself? The app. I mean, we talked about that, but it's like painful. Yeah, there's so many pictures and videos, memories from years back that I hate to just not have access to. And the time it would take to save all of those in my phone. I, oh, I don't think I have enough yeah. storage anyway for all that. I don't the know. The app is actually kind of fun. I mean, it's easy. It's simple. Yeah. Get little glimpses of people's lives I like it I like it better than Facebook honestly yeah it's definitely it seem it it seems less invasive but <laughs> yeah no but why what is the point of this little thing this AI it's, I think you're supposed to are you supposed to name it and dress it and I have no idea it's nothing good though yeah yeah it's concerning nothing. yeah another thing in our new world that is concerning mm-hmm don't like it. Oh, another thing that's concerning. Nathan, my husband, said that in our last episode, I think, yeah, just the most recent one that we recorded with our friend Sammy about friendship and can you be friends with someone who's different than you? Apparently, I said the word fuck. <gasps> you? I can't even believe that. I'd have to re-listen again. I can't believe that. You never say that. Well, I do. Not often. No, it's pretty rare. So, yeah, I can't believe that I... And I'm the one who edits these episodes. I don't remember hearing that. Although that was a long one and it took me hours to edit it (laughs) down. So anyway, so Nathan told me that I did. And he's like, you want to make sure that you guys are rated as explicit. And Are we X now? Well, yeah, I went and changed it because currently or we were clean, quote unquote, clean. Um. I guess we are, we're dirty now. (laughs) And I just, oh my, it's kind of silly, 
but I guess I don't want to, I don't know. Would they take down anybody or don't want to offend anybody. I don't want an episode to be, I don't want an episode to be deleted or yeah, to be completely taken off our podcast altogether. So if you're really looking for explicit, you're probably going to be disappointed. Right. But if you're looking for clean, 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 then you might've gotten offended there. Possibly. So, so I guess. fix that. That's and it. I don't want anyone, like if, when we have guests, if they do curse, I don't want anyone yeah. to feel like they can't be themselves. Right. For sure. I'm not offended by no, cursing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do plenty of that. Uh, I definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. I have had some interesting followers on our Instagram page who are definitely uh, explicit, uh, <laughs> folks and, or are doing explicit things or promoting explicit things. And so I just go ahead and quick block them real quick. I think they see that the word naked in our description of oh. our podcast. Oh, and yeah. so that has attracted some interesting oh. characters, yeah. but well, I just block. Kind of made me nervous in the beginning. Well, it's an attention grabber and that's right. a good thing. Right. But yeah, there's no nakedness no. happening. Just, just the naked, naked truth. truth right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just so you know, we're rated explicit now and that is the reason why. <laughs> and we have naked <laughs> yeah. in our title, so that's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so one thing I wanted to share is have you do you know what carpenter bees look like? Because we have a problem. Yeah. Do you know what they are? Okay, well, we had them. Well, I mean, in our I guess it's when we. Oh, did we? When we were, when you guys were much younger at six two five, we had them. They're huge, and so my um, mother and father in law were over last weekend, and <laughs> we were we were sitting down in the dining room and looking out at our deck outside, and my father in law was like, "What." you know, he noticed these bees and I said, I always mistake them for hummingbirds. And he's like, yeah, I thought they were hummingbirds too for a second because they're so large. And he was like, those look like killer bees. And I was like, what's a killer bee? That's, that doesn't sound <laughs> oh good. So anyway, I started to look into like, what actually are these bees? I thought they're maybe just bumblebees, but no, they are carpenter bees. And then it turns out my husband is aware of that because he knows that they have homes in our deck, our wooden deck. So they're Nathan's bigger sort of in the doghouse right now. Like he's aware of what they are and what they've been up to. I'm like, there are way more. I remember seeing them around a little bit last year, but there are tons of them now all over surrounding our house. And I've learned that they're a little bit bigger than a bumblebee and, but they have black shiny butts and then they burrow in wood. The females, the males hover like near the nest to keep people, to keep things, people out. They don't have stingers though, the males, but they're just intimidating as all get out because they're huge and they'll get right in your face. So I told Nathan just to get like, we need a tennis racket or something (laughs) and we need to get out there and start swatting the shit out of them. And he needs to, so his today, it's Saturday morning. And I've been telling him all week, every day, can't we just do a little bit every single day to try and get rid of these things? He's like, nope, Saturday is fine. But I'm like, they're in our Eve spouts. They're coming at me when I'm, you know, pulling into the garage at the end of the day. I'm like, how are we going to get to these? He's like, well, I'm not going to risk my life and get on the roof. And I'm like, okay, but. 
we can't just let them continue to multiply. Yeah, frightening. That is scary. I mean, it's, I'm glad that they're not necessarily going to sting you. Yeah, but I don't want them around. And no. like, uh, so he's going to be spraying today and filling holes, and hopefully they'll be dying. They can do a lot of damage to your house. To the so house. you definitely need to get rid of them, for sure. Yeah. And he will. There's no doubt about it. He will. Yeah. <laughs> killer bees in Ankeny. Just if you get nothing else out of this podcast, it's killer bees are in Ankeny. Yeah, they're here. But speaking of hummingbirds, have you seen any yet? Yes. It's, it's almost mid-May. You have? I can't believe it, but I put them out. Well... One came up to our window while I was sitting there, and I didn't have them out yet. I just thought it was too early. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, like, devastated that here it was looking in our front window, and I didn't have our little hummingbird feeders out. So, yes, I got them out. I have two of them. They hang out front, and I've seen multiple multiple sightings. Mm-hmm. Of course, they say if you hang them too close together, they will become territorial, and one will, you know, chase the others off. I see that all the time, but there are two like, and they're just tiny. They have places for four or five to sit at a time. So I get a little disappointed in them and being kind of so, I don't know, mean, but uh, I don't want to spread them apart too far. No, I don't think that's that big of a concern. It's all about my joy of watching them in front of the window. So maybe I do need to spread them out a little bit. I don't have to watch both of them, I guess. (laughs) Well, I like to put food out too, but I'm not right now because of these damn bees. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going whoa. out there. Yeah. No, that wouldn't be a good idea. No. I no. also have um, a bird bath that I talked Tony into getting last year. It's really tiny. It's not impressive. I would really like to get an impressive one. Um, but for the first time, robins are bathing in it. Aww. Like splashing and having fun. That makes me really happy. So that's a big deal. But didn't you say that the neighbors across the street have a bunch of cats yes. that they don't, but they let loose? Yeah, which is disappointing. I was enjoying watching them. They're pretty and they're all different sizes. But now they've noticed the bird bath and the hummingbird feeder and the bird feeders. And they're coming over and they're laying under the tree. And gosh darn it. Like I don't want them. I don't want to bring food to them or just bring fun to them. No. So that is a little concerning. I'm not sure exactly what to do about that. Animal control. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's one option. Have a com- I might have to use your tennis racket have a to conversation. shoo cats away. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, but spring has come and mm-hmm. summer is really coming fast. And Yeah. I don't know. I'm not ready for all of it, I guess. Nope. I do not enjoy the summer months. Not my weather-wise. Mm-hmm. It's no. not for us. It never has no, been. No. Ugh. But oh. I have been trying to be kind of like, I don't know, manly or just... Manly? Well, you know, I always think of it as a man's thing to do yard work, but oh. we've had all of these millions of bricks in the backyard, and so I've been kind of burying them a little bit. Like, not burying them to get rid of them, but burying them so they're level with the ground and kind of making a little walk path. Tony has to have noticed, because I've done like six of them. And he was out back last night mowing. He had to have noticed he didn't say a word. Now, these bricks were sitting above ground. And they have been for years. Like, you could trip over them. Mm -hmm. But now they're all inset into the ground. Mm -hmm. So you can walk across them and not have to step on mud or anything. And he's not said a word to you about it? Not a word. Sounds about right. So, like, (laughs) I I used to live at my mom and dad's house. They bought the house from me when they were ready to downgrade and when I moved in with Nathan and before, downsize downgrade oh I, 
<laughs> we wanted to go low like you were. <laughs> Downsize. Downsize. It's adorable the, house. It's the cutest brick. I love it so much. Downgrade is a freaking upgrade. It's absolutely. <laughs> Not really, but anyway, so cute. But before I moved out, I had, I got all the, did I do that myself? You did. I did. Like they had this amazing little brick area, but it was weird in that it kind of started high up towards the house and then it sloped down, but they had all these bricks placed perfectly and she just decided she didn't like how it sloped. I didn't like it either. No, it was like, it was a freaking hill. It was supposed to be a brick patio, basically. You couldn't put anything on it. No, you couldn't put anything on it because it wasn't level. And so my, my goal was take all the bricks up and then eventually, you know, have someone come out, level it out and then do a nice brick patio that's level. Mm -hmm. But I sold the house before that happened, but I did get all the bricks up. So mom and dad now are left with all these bricks and not a level (laughs) area. And so anyway. Do you remember though, when you picked up all those bricks? And then it started raining like crazy. Mm -hmm. And you called me and said, oh, my God, water is coming in the basement. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why all the bricks were out here. So you went out there in the pouring down rainstorm, Mm -hmm. laid out that black paper and threw the bricks on top of the paper as fast as you could. Yes. Yes. So at least, and then it did stop that. So we've been a little nervous about moving anything. Yeah. No, we need to have someone hired to come out and yeah. do some of that. Some of it. But the little walkway you're doing, yeah. I think is nice. just a cute little thing. And, you know, I'm feeling like, you know, like I'm really doing a project outside. You are. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Very manly. Yeah. Drago's impressed. Just kidding. <laughs> it's no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and now that it is springtime, all, everyone's graduating. It's graduation yeah. time. It is graduation time. Yes. Our, my niece, your granddaughter, Italia, my brother's oldest, she is 18. And so she's graduating. And next, next Sunday is her graduation at her high school. So we'll be there for that. So hard to believe. It is. It's very hard to believe. It's a very emotional time Mm -hmm. for us. Exciting. And yeah, just proud of her. Very proud of her. Excited Pressure's on. Life. Pressure's on, children. Figure out what yeah. you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Got to know now. now. Make sure you're getting to college. And if you aren't, you're a failure. You are a failure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you have to know, I mean, graduation ceremony is on Sunday. So you better know on Monday, right? You should have known a year ago because you need to start applying for school. Well, yeah. And you need to start on Monday. Your new life. Right. Yeah. Immediately. Gosh, the pressure for, maybe it's different, a little different now. I think mm. the pressure for college isn't quite the same, but of course we don't have a high schooler, uh, so I guess we don't really know, but. I think it's still up there. Probably. Yeah. 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 If you can't sense the sarcasm, there's a great deal of it coming yeah. from both of us right now. Mm-hmm. We're not ones that push or promote college. Immediately. Or ever for yeah. me. I just. Right. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Take your time. Figure out what you want to do. Unless you have a huge calling in life, like you know you want to be a doctor. You've known it since you were five years old. And of course, get started on it because it's not a quick path. But other than that, I think I think it's, it's good for our 18-year-old to take a little time to mature a little bit. Think about what you want to do. Work hard. Put some money aside. Work. Yeah, we're not saying chill in your mom and dad's basement for a year or more Mm -hmm. or even, you know, months. Like, you should be working. You should be working full time. Mm -hmm. 
work a couple different jobs. Like, yeah, see what interests you, what you like, what you don't like. Don't be afraid to do a bunch of different things. Yeah. And if you do think that school is going to be necessary or it's important to you, you know, maybe look at a community college at first, your first two years. For sure. It's trade schools. Trade schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your first two years, no matter where you go, are going to be the same type right. of classes. So, yeah. yeah. So make it easy on yourself instead mm-hmm. of paying for it later. You know, make it nice and reasonable right now. Yeah. That's our So opinion. all you graduates out there, good luck to you. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I went to my close girlfriend, Alexis, her daughter graduated also. And so we went to her party last weekend. It's so crazy because when I met Alexis, she was pregnant with oh Izzy. Oh my gosh, that's right. So that's how long we've been friends. Oh so <laughs> over 18 years. That was weird. Yeah. It's adorable. Weird. Yeah, it is. So exciting. <laughs> um. I have to say, okay, I don't know if you know this, but I got a kitten Halloween last year, 2022, Hallie. She's our Halloween cat. Adorable. She is very adorable. And my husband, Nathan, did not want a cat at all, but (laughs) I've been asking him to get one for a little over a year and he finally agreed and Hallie definitely chose him um, completely like he is her person for sure. And he loves that she chose him. Yeah. And anyway, I just lately their love just grows and grows. Like I'll be carrying her around the house. Hallie likes to be held like a baby on her back. And so (laughs) I hold her like that all the time, just walking around in there the night I was holding her and talking to her and Nathan goes, can I have her now? I'd like to have her. I just was (laughs) like, Oh my God. It just made me laugh out loud. Yeah. And it's so sweet. So cute. This yeah. big, huge guy and tiny mm-hmm. little Hallie. Mm-hmm. She's just so happy and comfortable with him. Just yeah. so relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's funny because, <laughs> like, our family, like, broke up in, what, 2019 yeah. because of, um, you know, misinformation about my cat, Charlie, yeah. who's no longer with us. Um, you know, they accused my husband and myself of some unthinkable things. I mean, really it wasn't a, it wasn't about my cap. I think it was the catalyst is what they used anyway to break up our family. And anyway, it's just hilarious because Nathan couldn't harm a freaking anything. Not even a carpenter bee. Not even a carpenter bee. (laughs) Yes. His relationship with Hallie and Chanel is it's pretty special. It is. Yes. It's adorable. He loves them so much. We took them in a stroller ride. So Nathan and I, we take Chanel every Sunday to this little local small town coffee shop. And Chanel loves it. Um, it's She's just always our, been a people watcher. She loves to watch the people. And when the weather gets nice, as it is now, we'll take her in the stroller. There's a trail nearby the shop. And we just go for a little walk. Well, we decided to take Hallie with us this last time. <laughs> we threw her little butt in the stroller with Chanel and like they loved it. It's so crazy. So cute. Cutest mm-hmm. pictures ever. So to see Nathan. Nathan pushing the stroller. Yeah. Yeah. With his coffee and their little faces in the stroller just all about it. Yeah. Looking around. They were very happy. They both looked very happy. They weren't. Hallie wasn't messing with Chanel, which is good. No, and Chanel was, I think Chanel was a little annoyed, like this is yeah. her time with mom and dad, sure. but 
no, I think everybody had a good time. And I think yeah. the people seeing us or driving by get a good laugh out of it. So it definitely, good. yeah, it lightens your day to see that. Mm-hmm. Tony and I enjoyed the pictures of that. that <laughs> so great. <laughs> so I think during the nice weather months, Hallie will get to join us. Otherwise, it'll just yeah, be the three of us. We'll have a lot more walks in the stroller. Yeah, I'm stroller so excited days. for stroller weather. Yeah. Changing the subject okay. to summer. I, when I was staying at Chelsea's house for a couple of days, um, I got a magazine, the Iowan magazine and the Iowan, Iowan. Okay. Yeah. And I was just kind of looking through it and they had some great pictures on there and they had this picture, like it was like, if you had the centerfold, it was open. It was just like all water and it's called Driscoll Island, this tiny little island of trees. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was the Iowan. There's an island in Iowa. It's not really an island. But it's called Driscoll Island. And it's this half acre island. And there's this road that heads across. You're going to have to get this magazine. but You can Google it. Google it. It's so cool. And it's, is it Cibula, Iowa? Um, that, That this leads to this little town. And it seriously, there's so much water. It's a Mississippi River. Mm -hmm. And it surrounds this like highway or byway or road. And then there's this little tiny Driscoll Island, half acre of trees or whatever. that's right there. It's pretty much surrounded by water except for the road. Yeah. So, and then I noticed it said Jackson County, which is where Nathan's family is from. Yeah. And so I'm like, I know that place because we (laughs) went there for a barn dance and had so much fun. So I'm like, Tony, he's always wanting to do a trip, but he's always wanting to go away for the weekend which means a Saturday night, right? Friday, Saturday night. And then we have to find someone for the dog and then I have to clean the house. And then ugh. it's a lot like, of work. Yeah. Man. I don't want to do that. And I don't want to worry about trying to find someone to feed him and take care of Barb and all that. So I said, let's do a day trip. This will be a three hour drive. We'll get up early in the morning, three hour drive, see this place. They have a couple of houseboats and a cottage that they rent out for people to stay in. So like if it's a cool little town and we really wanted to spend the night somewhere, I've kind of always wanted to spend the night on a houseboat. Um, but we decided to do it. And this weekend happens to be a weekend that Chelsea and Nathan are going back for a family event in Dubuque or Lamont. So we'll, no, we're just going back to Lamont where he's from Lamont. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to join us on that Sunday. So I'm pretty excited. It'll be Memorial weekend. So we'll still have another day on Monday yeah. to check out this island, this yeah. place surrounded by water. It doesn't have to be by the ocean. Maybe. Maybe this would be like the ocean, sort of. Not really, but cool. Yeah, it won't be like the ocean, but it'll be no. cute. Yeah, it'll water be, forever. It'll be a fun little day trip. So I'll let you know about Driscoll Island. You guys all might want to go. It's in Jackson County, and I'm pretty excited to see it. Yeah. Pack a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cute place to eat Nathan found in town. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but no. yeah, that'll be a fun little day trip for you guys. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's, I'm looking forward to that this summer, to finding some places to go. I'm going to keep getting this Iowan magazine and some, do some little day trips. Get away, but not have to spend the night in a place where maybe you don't like the bed, you don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. just want to go home. and. Yeah, I always prefer to be in my bed for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That'll be cool. I think I, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I don't think I really have anything else to say. Okay. Well, it is. We are recording on Mother's Day weekend. So happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Always 
<laughs> always a great time of year. <laughs> even you know, I was telling Chelsea the other day. It didn't even occur to me about Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. I know there. I see lots of postings on Facebook about you know people and who've lost their moms or yeah. people who are, haven't been moms yet or may never be a mom. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of. I I mean I've lost my mom. Yeah. You've lost your grandma. Mm-hmm. And it's not a sad day for me because mom to me is mom, you know, like this nurturing person. And mom did her job. Like she was she, a good mom. That was what she wanted. Like being a mom literally saved her life. It saved her life. Right. She was sick, it saved her life. Yes. And when her job was done, and she believed her job was complete when all three of us kids were out of the house and no longer were a financial burden to them, no longer needed her to get, you know, we didn't need mom and dad anymore. Of course, you always want your parents, but you don't necessarily need them to live. Mm-hmm. And she kind of felt like her job was done and loving her grandkids, obviously, like and leading them and helping them and being there for them was important to her. But that was not her job. Right. Her job was mom and that was done. So her being gone now, like, and on Mother's Day, it's not that I don't celebrate her. I think about her, but she, she did her job and she she's done. Me. And my job as mom is, I mean, it's done. Both of my kids take care of themselves. They are completely independent and, you know, grandparenting, oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really a job. I don't see it as a job. Mm-hmm. And for all of those you, you, like Chelsea, who look to be a mom someday, I just believe that women have this deep, innate desire to nurture, to love, to care for something. Mm-hmm. Like even when I can't have a child anymore, but you still have that desire. Spring comes and it's like you you want to take care of babies. You want to get your hummingbird feeders out because they're hungry. Yeah. You see a bird fall out of a nest and we think we can save it. We can save that baby squirrel, you know, like yes. you want a kitten, you want another puppy. And dear God, I don't want another dog. Yeah. But you know, we have that need to nurture. Yeah. And so happy Mother's Day to all of us moms and our nurturing spirits. And, you know, and, you know, I'm not sad on Mother's Day. Yeah. Over a mom, and I'm not sad about you because I know you you are a mom, and I believe you will be the mother of a human too. Well, thank you for believing that. I do. Yes, you're very welcome. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and next time, like I said, we will have an amazing guest, yeah. our good friend Mariah. It's going to be a tough conversation, but a good one. Really good one. Yes. So until then, stay true to you. Bye. Bye. So what does our title mean today, mom? When you say I do, do you? Well, when you opt to start a new life and you make a commitment to another individual, are you committed to your new family? I think, do you even know your new family is? Uh, do you understand who your new family is? And I, I know I didn't. Um, so it's your new family is the person that you married. You are now a family unit with that person you married. And you and your spouse are priority above and beyond your mother, your father, your siblings, anyone else. That now is more of an extended family. Your family is you and your spouse. So what are your traditions? 
What are they going to look like? Mm -hmm. How are you going to handle them? And this idea for this topic came up when we were actually in Amelia Island a week ago, sitting by the ocean. And we were sitting on our, actually our balcony. Mm -hmm. And mom, you were talking about how you wished you had realized long ago that your husband and your kids were your family first. And I was confused by that. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. I, and it's, it's sad that it's taken me this long to figure it out, but I think I finally have. And, and now it's almost too late. It's not, it's never no. too late. Um, but the traditions that you had growing up, like I tell everybody and their brother, I seriously leaded a charmed life growing up. My parents, I mean, we were the perfect family unit, you know, to, two girls, a boy, my mom and dad, mom didn't work. Dad did. He was the provider. We had just the best life. And our traditions were the same every single year, every holiday, food and fun. My mom had a twin sister and that was her only sibling. And of course she was always involved and always with us. And when she had her children later in life, they were there too. Um, But if they weren't, it wasn't strange or didn't make us feel uncomfortable, like because our family unit was there. Mm -hmm. And so when I got married to Tony, of course, it was still going to be the same, right? When you got together with family, it's, we're getting together with family. We're going to have Christmas Eve. With your parents. Yes. And my family, siblings, Thanksgiving would be with my family, my mom and dad, siblings, um, and their family. And Tony's parents wanted to be involved. How odd. (laughs) How dare they? (laughs) So we made the agreement early on that we would swap Thanksgivings, one Thanksgiving with my family and then one the next Thanksgiving with his and back and forth. And after a couple of years of doing that, um, we were getting ready for a Thanksgiving. We were getting all the food prepared, waiting for Tony's parents to come over and they canceled at the last minute. Um, I don't remember if Juanita was sick or John was, but they called and said they weren't coming. And I cannot tell you how my mood was the rest of the day, because you understand my family was all getting together at my parents' house, like we always did. And they were all laughing and being ornery and having fun. And I was not with my family. I was in the sourest of moods. And Tony and the kids, obviously had to, you know, you and Anthony, I'm sure you don't remember it, but... Tony, I'm sure did. And, um, it's like just going through this podcast and coming up with this podcast. Did it hit me how upset I was that day that I was not with my family and how I made it clear to my husband that that would never happen again. Since his parents canceled at the last minute, we would never do Thanksgiving with them again because I would not miss a holiday with my family when his canceled, but, but you were with your family. I was with my family (laughs) all day and I blew it. Like I blew it. Why Mm. would, could I have not just loved that day? And that should have been the eye opener for me back then. And I think it would have changed so many things today had I have realized that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I do not remember that for sure. (laughs) And I feel like all holidays were very special. And in big part, of course, because of grandma and grandpa and my aunt and uncle, but you and dad also always made everything really special. But I suppose, you know, we really didn't have a lot of our like own, just the four of us, our own traditions. 
So that's true. And now life has changed greatly since the passing of my mother and some other issues in our family. And we do not get together no, anymore on the holidays. Just like in the last, it's been three years three now. Years. And we're lost. Every, you know, here comes holiday season again. And I feel a little lost. Like we don't have a tradition. Yeah. And how sad is that? So it's completely it, heartbreaking. It is really and confusing. And my son, Anthony, your brother, like he and Maria have got it right in many ways. And their Christmas day, and I've known it, you know, from the jump, their Christmas day is their day. Yeah. They get up whenever they want. Whenever the girls get up, when they get up, mm -hmm. they open up gifts. They stay in their pajamas. They make food all day, all their favorite foods. They <laughs> plan in preparation and that day. They just, it is a day for just them and no one interrupts that day. Now you can probably stop by. I just wouldn't because it seriously is their day. Yeah. And they, I mean, Anthony and Maria may be in their pajamas too until late. It's, it's totally their day. And I love that, mm -hmm. but we don't have, we don't have any tradition or time. And so we're always finagling. When should we get together for this? When should we get together for Christmas? Our personal Christmas. Right. So I guess the downfall of not having um, the four of us create our own traditions when we were kids and Anthony and I were kids, you're saying is that now it's hard. Yeah. Very hard. We don't have a time and it feels uncomfortable. And if we didn't foresee that our family was going to kind of just fall apart and that there were all these issues that we weren't aware of, uh, but it happened and families mm -hmm. do fall apart and if people pass away and there are family feuds and breakups and whatever the reasons are, families do break apart. And so it would have been helpful for us to have our own traditions kind of already set. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it would have even helped not have the divide be as severe as it was if we yeah. were already not planning on getting together you know, every Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, July 4th. Um, and I think, <laughs> I think my mom tried to tell us that, tried to tell me that maybe even really years before, because she would be like, uh, is everyone coming over Thanksgiving day? <laughs> is this ever going to end? <laughs> How long are you guys going to plan on staying? Don't you have relatives? You well, we really visit? did all like <laughs> the whole family get together for everything big and small. Yeah. I mean, it would be a lot for <laughs> someone who's in their seventies. And, and mom still... didn't enjoy making food and being no. in the kitchen just as much as I hate it. <laughs> but once we were all together, she loved it, but the whole preparation was hard. Sure. And I get that. So I wish I, I just wish I would have picked up on some of her cues earlier. I, I hear them now and I see them now. But then I wasn't getting it because, of course, you would want your whole family here. Like, she even tried not to come to a Christmas or two. Yeah. We went and drove over and got her. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and we made her. forced her to come spend time with us. <laughs> so we're not saying, you're not saying that you should just do your own thing with your immediate family and don't see your extended family. Yeah, who needs grandma and grandpa? <laughs> no, definitely not. I think... I think that I wish we would have come up with our own traditions and said, mom and dad, if you want to stop by for pie or mom and dad, if you want to stop by um, and we're having lunch at this time, feel free to stop by. I wish we would have done that. So they would have had the comfort of doing whatever they wanted. They raised their kids. They were done. 
Like they could do whatever they wanted on Thanksgiving and not feel bad. Maybe they wanted to take a trip, you know, who knows, but they always felt like, I think that they were obligated to do it. I thought it was just I... their hope and joy, but you know, come on. Now my kids are both raised and you know, Tony and I can make any plans that we want to. So I just wish we would have had our own. And then at this point in time, when you get married, when Anthony and Maria get married, you guys have to make your own traditions. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to feel like you want to come to the house. Like, I don't know, because I don't know what you want. I don't have to feel bad if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like, you should make your own tradition. And if we feel like stopping by, we just might. If we, if you want to invite us over, great but you're not expecting that we do it. So there's no guilt or shame involved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got married Nate later in yes. life than Anthony did. Yeah. Much. And, and you and Nathan, I mean, I see it. Maybe that's even why I can see it better now is I see you working on those traditions and how you see them because his family lives farther away. Yeah. They weren't just down the street, like right. us growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, I think it's important. I think it's, even hard for Nathan because he kind of still wants all of the traditions. Yeah. And they're great traditions. Awesome. And I, so I yeah. understand with great people. Why? With Amanda, <laughs> Yeah. I have a, an amazing, amazing family, amazing in-laws. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, we're trying to, we are actively trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Our own traditions, even though it is just us two. Right. Because uh, you two are family. We are. You're right. Right. You are priority over all other family. Right. Right. It is, it is hard Mm -hmm. even as you get older (laughs) to really figure all that out and not worry about other people's feelings or feelings. Yeah. 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 And judgments. That's huge in family. We're pretty good at that in family. Yeah. (laughs) And so, and like you said, you know, as mothers, as grandparents, you hope that your kids and grandchildren do make their own traditions. Oh, that they yeah. do put their family first. Absolutely. That they also want to spend time with you too. Yeah. And that makes but, you proud of their independence yeah. and their ability to love their significant other, their spouse, their children. And yeah, it's important. It makes you feel really like they make good decisions. Mm-hmm. I also think, I just had a thought, like when you become an adult, we talked about this in Amelia Island. Mm-hmm you can create your own traditions then even if you're a single person true and you should probably then too yeah you move away so many kids move away you go to college you still come back home for the holidays so obviously you're still probably going to have the same traditions but i remember Mm -hmm. um sometimes my niece not being home because she would go with a friend from college somewhere Mm -hmm. and so we didn't go oh well that just ruined our christmas because she decided to go somewhere else or you weren't home yeah how dare her she must i guess family's (laughs) not as important as her friends that didn't no make me think any i mean i was glad like oh my gosh look at her going somewhere else yeah living her life on her terms yes and we knew that she loved us and she knew that we loved her and we were gonna see her yeah you know sure july 4th The next holiday. The next holiday. Yep. <laughs> so, and also I think don't continue with traditions that don't bring you joy that you completely dread. That yeah. can be tough though. Um, it goes back to kind of what I shared when we were checking in is mm-hmm. that sometimes you have to create new boundaries. Like you have to tweak things a little bit, like 
and see if it works better. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, tweak it some more. Like, you know, yeah. Maybe we only stay for a couple of hours, or maybe we have a talk with Uncle Joe and say, you know, like I really would appreciate if we didn't touch on this topic because it makes me feel this way. Um, And if Uncle Joe doesn't, great. If he brings it up, have another talk or. Maybe you say, you know what? I don't know if I can hang out if this is going to keep happening. You know, you have to just keep way in balance. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to be with your family. These relationships are important to you or maybe they're not. I mean, be honest with yourself. And if it is important, figure out a way to make it work. Yes. You know, for you and be comfortable. Yeah. Don't be miserable. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah. So I just think don't continue. Don't, don't continue to be miserable. Right. Yeah. And and we're definitely not saying to not uh, celebrate holidays with the family. No. I mean, just coming up with new traditions and new ways to celebrate them to make sure that you feel happy and, and comfortable. Correct. Along with, and to enjoy your family. Like we are all, all are very, very different. Um, even when family? you grow up in the same household. Oh, yes. Sure. And, but, and celebrate that. Like you can all be very different, um, but you could still have a good time together. And like you said, even limiting the time sometimes is, is a win. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess take a look in the mirror. Do you put your spouse first? Do you see your spouse, each other, you two as family? Um, Do you create your own traditions? Do you have your own traditions? Um, are you working on creating some? Do you put your spouse first? Like, is your family the priority? Mm-hmm. Not your mom and dad's wishes. My mom and dad, I think, probably would have changed things earlier on if they thought us kids were okay with that, but they just wanted to continue to please us. But I think there are some families who insist on things happening. I know I had a girlfriend and her kids always spent Christmas Eve at home, always, overnight. And even when they had boyfriends and significant others and she would invite them and they were all expected to stay. So it it was really hard when her, when her child had a significant other and she didn't want to spend the night because she was going to go visit his parents and then hers. So, I mean, you can't expect them to continue their tradition forever. (laughs) (laughs) Give them a break and let them make their own traditions once they become adults. Yeah. It just means you succeeded in raising an individual. Hallelujah. And that was, that's our whole goal. Mm-hmm. Right. So the holidays are coming, folks. Yep. They sure are. And it's a stressful time. And they always talk about how stressful it is. And you do. You always hear about the horrible. dreaded, like, Thanksgiving yes. dinner and, you know, what kind of gossip or drama is going to happen around the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so people sad. truly hate it and they're miserable and they, Dread it. And it shouldn't be that way. So come up with a new tradition. Yeah. Come up with your own. Have some honest conversations with yourself, with your family members. I think just to sum it up, it's, it's about putting yourself and your family first, creating your own traditions, having honest conversations and creating some new boundaries and sticking to them. Stick to them. It always comes back to boundaries. It does. It? Everything <laughs> comes back to boundaries. I don't, I didn't teach you guys that growing up. I thank God you learned it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little too late. No. No, it's never too so. late. No, it's it definitely isn't. not too late. Definitely not.